0: To the silver screen. Welcome, listeners, to a special episode where me and Alan are going to talk about our best and worst films of 2019. Well, this is your co-host, Corbin, first of all. This is Alan. First of all, you may be saying, wait a minute, it's halfway through 2020. Yeah, we know, but surprise, there's been like no new movies coming out this year. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there have been a few releases uh, that were going to be theatrical, but they decided to make it like an on-demand release. Um, all the big blockbusters are pushed back to next year. Um, but either way, yes, practically nothing new has been coming out. It's just a few stuff for the beginning of the year before, you know, COVID hit. Um, but yeah, like basically nothing other than a few, th- a few things at the beginning of the year. And then maybe some things here and there, but for the most part, nothing new.
0: So, of course, every year we do our best and worst lists of the year. Usually we do it around the very beginning of the year or even New Year's Eve-ish. But unfortunately, we hadn't got around to it. But we thought, hey, this would be the perfect time to kind of go back down memory lane of the 2019 uh, theatrical releases or brand new releases to streaming services and just talk about those. Of course, in the link in the description, we'll take you to our lists from past years. And also, if you are listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. That helps us get noticed in the rankings. That helps other people that want to listen to a fun movie review podcast engage with a community. That helps them find it much easier. So that's a very free way to help support us. And it really does help us out. And it does help us get to our goal of getting verified as critics on Rotten Tomatoes. So first off, I saw 92 new releases in 2019. Yep, I did. And I saw 189 new movies that I had never seen before that did not necessarily come out in 2019. Now that does include those 92 films, of course. Yeah,
1: and I saw, of the ones that came out in 2019, I saw 32 movies. Mostly minor, lower than Corbin's because, um, well, there was a summer that I was essentially completely gone <laughs> yeah. due to some training. So I missed out on a good number of theatrical releases. I think I caught one, but that was pretty really about it for three months. Um, I don't actually have a number of movies I saw in total that were new to me for 2019, but I'm sure it's about probably double of what I have, 32, probably about double of that, I would say
0: alan has come back to letterboxd so these numbers will be much easier for him to keep track of now (laughs) that's that's true yeah that's true so if you you definitely should follow both of us on letterboxd Uh, i'll link both of our profiles in the description below that way you can just see whatever we watch that week you can see our ratings our thoughts on it. we do watch a lot of other movies outside of our reviews so that's a good great way to even see um, older films that we've uh, reviewed personally just over there on Letterboxd and seen our ratings. So once again, those links are down there. And of course, you can see every single movie I've ever seen. I have all of that on there. So let's take a trip down memory lane. Let's talk about films you forgot about. Maybe it, together, but at least you forgot, came out in 2019. So I, I wrote down 13 movies. Maybe you've heard of some, maybe you haven't. Um, these are in no particular order, not greatest to least whatsoever, but here's just a list of these films. Triple Frontier, Highwaymen, The Best of Enemies, The Last Summer, Yesterday, I Lost My Body, Last Christmas, Pain and Glory, Always Be My Maybe, Noel, Replicas, Greta, and We Have Always Lived in the Castle.
1: Ah uh, Yes, I do remember all of those I remember the names. I don't think I've seen any of them, though.
0: So we are going to start off with the worst movies of 2019. In our opinion, I'm going to be a little unconventional here and give you five films that everyone loved. But me with the final one being one that I liked, but I did not love. So the first one here, I know I'm going to start some controversy right off the bat, The Lighthouse. Ah, uh, we'll talk about I it did- later.
1: If you've listened to any of our <laughs> past podcasts, like Oscars and such, you know that I've raved about The Lighthouse.
0: That is true. There is stuff that I loved about it as a as an overall package. I don't know if I loved it, but nevertheless, it is one everyone loved But me. Pain and Glory, Joker, big time. Yeah, I I'd probably put myself on with, with Joker as well with you. Yeah, that one set super high expectations and I felt did a lot of things really right. But it was kind of overblown for me. Um, same with Midsummer. I think we were both kind of feeling that way too. Yeah, I think I had, I think I liked it more than you
1: did. Um, but Slide it wasn't. Deep. But yeah, it wasn't by a whole lot.
0: And my final one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: That's one that has actually grown on me since I watched it. At first, I think we were very close on our thoughts. But the more I've let it sit, the more I've let it, I've let myself think about it. The more I've come to like it. We'll talk about it later. Little hint to my list.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see where you've placed this one on the list. Don't get me wrong, I think it's a good movie. I have yet to deem it a great movie, though. So as far as underwhelming slash disappointing movies go, here's my list. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, It Chapter 2, Men in Black International, Hellboy, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, Dumbo, Rambo, Last Blood, and Rocketman. So out of those disappointing films, I gotta say the film I was most disappointed with in 2019 is Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Which I have yet to see. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're like the only person left that hasn't seen that movie. I know. Movie. And
1: the, it's gonna be harder now because I don't have Disney Plus and I haven't watched it yet, so I'm not gonna buy it on Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> and I don't know of anybody who actually, ha- actually owns it right now, so my, uh, my chances of actually seeing it are getting slimmer by the day, I think.
0: Yeah, I... Well, we'll talk about my most anticipated movies for 2019 and where episode nine fell on that list here a little later in the podcast, but I got to say, I was also very disappointed with it chapter two and Hellboy and Rambo last blood. Those are kind of runners up that I expected a lot more from and I was pretty let down by.
1: Yeah. And we did review Rambo last blood as well.
0: Yeah. Go listen to our thoughts on that, where we do lay out our thoughts on that and men in black international. Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, I have 15 worst movies that were released in 2019. So, starting from number 15 being the least, number one being the greatest, number 15 is Dark Phoenix, the X Men movie, Hobbs and Shaw, Hellboy, Men in Black International, Tabernacle 101, It Chapter 2, Midsommar, Isn't It Romantic, The Curse of La Llorona, The Prodigy, Rambo Last Blood, The Fanatic, Jacob's Ladder. Booksmart and my number one worst movie of 2019 is The Hustle.
1: So my list, um, I put, I have 10, although I would consider 10 and nine to be uh, there mostly just to fill spots. Um, my list goes like this. Number 10 is Jojo Rabbit, Captain Marvel, Rainbow Last Blood, Men in Black International, The Curse of La Llorona, uh, Pet Cemetery, Tabernacle 101, Jacob's Ladder five feet apart, and my number one is
0: Cats. I can't believe you went to see Cats in the theater. I have that sitting on my plex <laughs> yet to ruin my evening. My cousin and I went to go see it. We we couldn't help
1: ourselves. We had heard a lot about it, and I've seen, I at the time, I had seen enough that I was just like, I, just, I need to watch this.
0: And so my cousin <laughs> and I
1: went, and it was an experience.
0: Now, as far as worst movies not released in 2019, this list is movies that were new to me. But I had never seen them before, but they were pretty awful. So this is in no particular order. They're all pretty horrible. The entire Resident Evil franchise should be no surprise, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know how many of those you've seen, Alan. I haven't seen any of them. Oh. I know that they exist. I haven't seen a one. I haven't seen a single one though. I think you would like them insofar as you could just have a good time making fun of it and reveling in the awfulness of gotcha. it all. Maximum Overdrive, which we both watched. That's right. That, oh, <laughs> that was
1: an in, that was a movie. That that was a movie. And that's an
0: experience, listeners. <laughs> um, so is M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. That's right. We. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Phantasm Three, Triple X, The Return of Xander mm-hmm. Cage, Second Act, Star Trek Five, which is the worst one. Tully, did you see Tully? I did see Tully. Yeah, I thought it was
1: okay. I, I wasn't like too it. big of a fan of it though. I think I shut it off. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Here's another controversial one which we reviewed. Suspiria,
1: the remake. That's also one that's grown on me over a little bit more. What? Not as much as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but Suspiria has grown on me a little bit since oh. we wa- since we reviewed it. My review of see my score might not be nearly as reflective as my thoughts now. Um, but it has grown on me a little bit.
0: That is interesting because if I'm not mistaken, I thought that was one of those movies you you would not watch again because it was like so heavy. That's right. I did
1: say that. And I still kind of stand by that, but I'm leaning more towards watching it again just to see what my thoughts would be now letting it sit for a longer time. Can't yeah. guarantee if I, I'd like it, but I wonder how much my thoughts would change going back to it.
0: Yeah, you you go for it. I'm going to never watch it again. Okay. <laughs> Um at Eternity's Gate, the Willem Dafoe movie, I know yeah. I think you liked it more than me. I did yeah, I think I think I enjoyed
1: it a little bit. Um I've considering buying it on Blu-ray once the price just goes down, which it probably never will.
0: Uh Best Picture Nominee the Favorite. Did not like that
1: movie at all. Yeah, you and I had very differing thoughts on this one. Yeah. I, I
0: ended up really enjoying it and you were not so keen. No. Was not keen. Um, Wide Awake, The Money Pit, Pet Cemetery 2, Ah, Body of Lies, uh, Widows, uh, I I shut
1: it off. That's right, we talked about this once. Uh, You were not a fan of it. I thought it was pretty good,
0: I liked Mm it. Airport, The Predator, Predator 2, The Girl in the Spider's Web, Mary Poppins Returns, a truly awful experience. Yeah, my mom and I watched it in the theater. What was my score for it? I thought it was... I'm sorry. You're locked in the theater. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, I know. I thought when I left, I was like, that was all right. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, maybe
0: not. (laughs) No, I hated it. Um, Star Trek Generations, Apt People, Lady in the Water, Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe, and Final Destination. So listeners, now we're going to transition to the best movies of 2019, I did want to walk down memory lane with you real quick just to um, Alan and I both did our top most anticipated movies of 2019. That's right. We did. We will link to that in the description below so you can go ahead and hear that. But just to give you a little context for my list real quick, um, my number from number one to number 10, one is most anticipated. Toy Story 4. Number two was Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Ooh. Yeah, and you can, now you know uh, how disappointed I was with that movie. Number three was It Chapter 2, four was Avengers Endgame, uh, John Wick Chapter 3, Us. I can't believe Captain Marvel was my seventh most anticipated movie of 2019. <laughs> I mean, I could have I could have thrown that on the movies you forgot about came out in 2019. Oh, yeah, you probably well, could have, yeah. I did. Um, Dumbo, Godzilla, and Hellboy. So I just pulled up my
1: 2019 Anticipated Movies list. Bricked, I have yet to hear about that movie. Yes. Jacob's Letter, which we reviewed and I hated it. <gasps> <laughs> uh, Todos los Sambin, everyone knows. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I haven't heard anything about it, but I have seen the poster. Us was on there, It was pretty all right. Mon um, Khan, although it came out technically in 2017, I think it got a US release in 2019. Um, hmm. Haven't heard anything about it. haven't seen anything about it since. (laughs) High Life, I have heard was good. I have yet to see it. Um, I guess I have Minecraft boated. I don't think that's right. I think that was one I wanted to, I wanted to see if it would even come out. I don't know if it did. Uh, Judy, which I have heard about, but haven't seen. Joker, which I have watched and thought it was okay. Uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which I haven't seen, but I've heard good
0: things. You watched it, didn't you, Corbin? Yes, I did. I'm about to talk about that one. Oh, very good.
1: Other than that, everything else on my list, I had I, Man, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Captive State, Mustang, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, which I did see, Isn't It Romantic, and Lego Movie 2. Um, I've seen How to Train Your Dragon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen Gemini Man, but I've heard that it wasn't good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for my 2019 uh, must-see movies, aside from the anticipated, I had 23 movies that I deemed were must-sees. I saw 20 of them. Um, I didn't see The Lion King, Adam's Family, or Sonic. I watched most of The Lion King. I struggled through that movie, and I'll probably never finish it. Ooh. Um, And I'm not itching to see Adam's Family or Sonic anytime soon. I'm sure I'll get around to at least Sonic eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's okay. So here's my best of 2019. It's very, very different from the most anticipated movies I just told you. So before uh, we get into it, here's some honorable mentions. Us, The Good Liar, Dr. Sleep, Klaus, Ford v. Ferrari, John Wick Chapter 3, Shazam, Avengers Endgame, Jojo Rabbit, and Violence Voyager. So here is my top list, my top 11 movies of 2019, starting with number 11, working my way to my number one. My number 11 is Toy Story 4. So, hey, it made the cut. Wasn't Ah, my number one. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, uh, Knives Out, Ad Astra, The Peanut Butter Falcon, Marriage Story, Little Women, The Irishman was my number five, El Camino, A Breaking Bad Story, number four. 1917, number three. Parasite, number two. And won't you be my neighbor? Number one, best movie of 2019. So
1: I matched you in number of the best. um, Although as I prefaced with the worst, um, the first one that I would talk about is kind of on the chopping block. (laughs) Um, So number 11, for me is Midsummer. Uh, I know that we, had, mm. like we talked about, it's one that we kind of have differing or have similar thoughts on, but I tend to be a little bit more lean on it. Yeah. Violence Voyager is on here as number oh, 10, nice. mostly because I felt that it was a very unique film. Um, may not be necessarily the best, but it is very, very unique. And Astra, The Irishman, Climax. This is a French film that technically came out in 2019. At least it came out in the USA in 2019. Um, that, that's a movie that, uh, you probably will need to watch once and then never watch again. It's extremely interesting and extremely heavy.
0: Uh, I might have to pass.
1: (laughs) I think it's on, I think it's on prime. Um, okay. So continuing on number six is once upon a time in Hollywood five is marriage story under the silver lake is my number four pick.
0: Um, Oh yeah. I I've been meaning to watch that one for some time now.
1: It's, it's weird. Mm. It's really weird. Um, is it, is it long? It's yeah. It's about two 20, I think maybe a mm-hmm. bit longer than two twenty. It's, it's a relatively long film. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting subject matter. Be, um, just because it is a critique of pop culture and such. So I, I found it to be very interesting. Um, it has a lot of, uh, nudity in it, but oh. uh, if you can get past it, um, it's a very strange, weird story, but something that it's, I found to be interesting because of how unique it is. It's A24, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So strange is kind of up their alley in some ways. All right. So continuing on, number three is Parasite. Number two is Waves, which is very uh. close by number one. Waves was a film that I went and saw in a very small theater and loved it, and I've seen it I think three times now, and I want to watch it again. Um, and then my number one, of course, no surprise, The Lighthouse. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I I thought about it for a while that Waves in the Lighthouse could kind of be interchangeable, um, but I think for I think because of um, in terms of filmmaking. The Lighthouse is just a little bit higher on my list than Waves. But they're both 10s. They're both amazing.
0: So we've got a little bit of crossover on our list, but mm-hmm. still a lot lot a missing. I knew you weren't going to put 1917 on there because you thought it was okay. And I absolutely loved it. Um, Did you have Little Women on there? I haven't seen it yet. I want to oh. see it so bad. Oh. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. Oh, you're missing out. I know. You should at least listen to, I think Alexander Desplat did the score. So get get hyped that way. I have listened to a little bit of it when
1: we were getting prepared for the Oscars. I we remember thinking it was quite good.
0: Definitely of all those, I, I want more people to see the Peanut Butter Falcon. I think that one just kind of flew under the radar and a, a lot of people missed out on that one. I think it deserves a lot more recognition. So it's great. Yeah, I think it just got put on Amazon Prime or at least
1: I just saw it on Amazon yeah. Prime the other day. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so I'm. I mean, I'll be. I'll be watching it soon. I haven't had the chance to do it yet, but I'll be watching it soon because I. I've heard a lot of good things
0: from it from you. I did introduce a new category last year under my best of lists. It's called movies. I can't even. I can't even put it into a category. Really, um, the honor last year went to First Reformed.
1: Oh yeah, that was a very heavy, interesting film from from last year.
0: I couldn't even rate it, actually. Um, I couldn't even give it a stars because I I just couldn't. That's the whole point of the category. Movies, I can't even. So guess what gets that this year? The Lighthouse. So that's a a good thing,
1: though. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's a good thing because at least it's not like, you know, on your worst list. I I would be sad. I'd be very sad.
0: So now as far as best movies not released in 2019, once again, these were movies I had never seen before, but they were some of the best that I saw that year. First of all, honorable mentions go to The Front Runner. I forgot about that movie until I was making this list. I really would like to watch it again. Hugh Jackman's in it. Millennium Actress. Thanks to Alan. The Letter. Don Verdeen. Searching. Crawl. Oh yeah, we're searching. <laughs> as good as it gets. Draft Day, Grisha. Yeah. Primal Fear, The Wife with Glenn Close. So good. Oh, yeah. Blast from the Past and Touch of Evil. So those are my honorable mentions. Now, um, I do have nine films um, that I'm going to rattle off here with number nine being Minority Report. Eight is Stand By Me. Seven is Train to Busan. I can't wait to see Peninsula, the sequel train to busan so you see train to busan i've heard good things from you and my cousin and so to good. watch it number six was crouching tiger hidden dragon oh you haven't seen that before i uh, no, i just watched it for the first time in 2019 oh man that's a classic yeah very impressed with that one uh number five a star is born the yeah. new one uh number four the philadelphia story number three jacob's ladder the original yeah number two cool. molly's game and my number one Green Book,
1: That's right, because yeah, that one Best Picture, and you were very, very happy about that.
0: I was so happy it won Best Picture, not last year, but the year before. Mm. So, listeners, the question is, what was your best and worst of 2019? We're very curious. Comment wherever you're listening. We will see it. We are on all major podcast platforms now, which is very exciting because it gives you the opportunity to listen wherever you want, and it allows us to reach more people, um, across the world, even. So go ahead and comment, even if you're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Give your comments for the best and worst of 2019. And it's going to be a, interesting once we make our best and worst of 2020. Um, it's going to be smaller list yeah. this time around.
1: <laughs> I'm really curious to see what the Oscars are going to do next year or uh, this upcoming ceremony, because there is like nothing
0: released. <laughs> yeah if there even will be oscars right uh, i don't know i guess we'll find out but alan thanks for joining me sure thing all right listeners this has been a lot of fun going through these best and worst of memory lane of 2019 make sure to listen to previous years as well don't keep stop going down that memory lane of films and Tomorrow, we are dropping your guide to The Karate Kid Part 3. That's everything you need to know before our full review drops next Monday of that film. If you haven't already listened to our previous Karate Kid films, make sure to listen to those. We are going to round out the trilogy and then give our thoughts on the next two films after that. So definitely make sure to listen to all of our Karate Kid films, and we'll see you with The Karate Kid Part 3. So don't forget to share with your friends and family, and we'll see you next week, listeners. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin.